Hi, I'm Samantha from 88.9 The Bridge, and with me today is Ricky Arnold, a devoted race car driver throughout almost all his life. He's even made it to the NASCAR stage as a member of Sterling Marlin's pit crew, but now resides here in Washington where he grew up with a family of his own, passing on the tradition of racing in his family. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, When were you first introduced to the race world? Uh, 1976. My, my dad got us into quarter midget racing. Oh, nice. How old were you? Five years old. So wow. I just started driver's training. How long were you in quarter midget racing? We raced until about 1980. Older brother and I did. We raced out at Little Wheels in Graham, Washington and ran at Portland. At that time, there was two tracks in Portland. There was an indoor track and an outdoor track. And then up at Payne Field, um, in Everett, where the Washington Quarter Midget Association used to have their home track. Nice. What was that like back then? Because, you know, I also raced quarter midgets. How different is it then to what it is now? It was really very similar, uh, the camaraderie. Um, instead of having one set of parents at the track, you had 40, and we all kind of well, we all played after each race, and you know the racing was really kind of a byproduct of the environment. But we really enjoyed—I don't know—it was—it was a whole experience. It was riding our bikes, it was playing on the playground, it was camping, it was swimming. So yeah, it was—it was just. I've got a lot of fond memories, and still have friends from the '70s that we raced with that we stay in communication with. So it was. It was. I've, I feel pretty fortunate to have been a part of that life. Yeah, yeah. That the quarter midget life is indeed a good one. How did it come up that you were going to go to North Carolina? So after I got out of high school, you know, we'd always been a part of of racing, and a family friend told me about an opportunity to go work with Ron Eaton. He's a local racer here, regional racer more uh, in Lakewood, Washington, and they were looking for a full time person to come help and that was my first real race car job in 95 so i raced with ron through the whole 1995 season we ended up winning the championship and at that time my little brother was actually in north carolina already he went with toby butler to go back and go racing so i decided to get in my nissan pickup truck with my tools loaded in and i went to north carolina no wow. cell phone <laughs> that's pocket crazy. full of course pocket full of quarters and off I went. And so I got back there and spent about five years and I had an opportunity to race with several different racers. And then there at the end, I worked at Sabco, which was owned by Felix Sabatis. And that's so during the day, I worked on Sterling Marlin's car, but on the week and the weekends or race day, I was a part of the uh, pit crew that actually went over the wall for the 46 car. And we had several different drivers that drove that car from Morgan Shepard to Robbie Gordon, Tommy Kendall drove at some uh, Sonoma. It was it was quite quite an experience. What position were you on both pit crews for both of the cars that you were on? When I worked on the 40 car, what I would do, I worked on suspension. So when the cars came into the shop, they would pull all the suspension pieces off the car and they would come in on a tool cart. And basically I would rebuild the calipers. I would rebuild, you know, the brake system. Magnaflux everything, so I would sandblast all the pieces, um, Magnaflux looking for cracks, repack all the wheel bearings, put everything all back together, put it back on the cart, and then take it over to the assembly shop, and all the pieces were hung back on the car. 
Wow. Yeah. So that was kind of my routine. So during the week, I would work on that. And then at lunchtime, you'd get 10 minutes to soak down food. And then you'd go to the gym. There was a gym on site. And we would go through weight training. And then when you'd get done with that, you'd go back to work. And then at night, we would have pit stop practice. Oh. And we would do pit stop practice at night. What was your role for the pit stops? So when we were doing, um, at the time, you could have three guns. So the person on the rear would, you'd have, the, the rear person would do the right side, and, but they would have somebody on the left that would pull the left side lug nuts loose when you were doing a four-tire stop. So the person on the front had to be the faster one. So I started out on the rear, and then as I started to get a little bit better, eventually I ended up working my way around to the front where the, the faster person had to be. Ooh, wow. So, and then... Back then, we a lot of us would just drive in the van together. Mm-hmm. We would drop our clothes off at the wash and fold on Monday morning on our way into work, and pick them up on Thursday on our way out of town. Wow. And it was it was a much tighter experience. And then, as the competition level started to to elevate, we they started bringing in college athletes to do the pit stops, and then you would just work on the cars. And that for me was when things started to change. And it wasn't as much fun at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was much more uh, multidimensional, and it really got one-dimensional. You really had one job. Yeah. And then um, with the passing of Dale Earnhardt, the whole community kind of changed. Yeah. And there was a lot of us that left and went back home, and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. When did you go back home? 2000. It was it, 2001. Oh, wow. So soon after Dale Earnhardt died. Yeah, the, the whole climate. I mean, there was just a somber feeling yeah. throughout. The, the whole race community really did change. Yeah. Do, are you in contact with any of your old buddies from NASCAR? I, I do. There's some folks in Pennsylvania that I still stay in touch with. So actually one of them is uh, uh, L.W. Miller, who is married to Kelly Earnhardt. Oh, wow. So we stay in touch his family there he raced uh, modifieds in the northeast and i got a chance to go race with him for about a year so when we were off on the weekends we'd go drive up to the northeast and go race yeah going back to back in your childhood what did you do any other racing after quarter midgets or were you done and then you went to north carolina so when i was younger if i would it was i would just go to the racetracks so out at spanaway Every Thursday night was a practice night, so I just go out there and just drive whatever I could, whether it be a hobby stock or a modified and, or a midget. It didn't matter. And so I would pick up a ride here and there and just do whatever I could. And then when we were in high school, we built a, a vintage modified, and they used to travel around. We'd go over to eastern Washington, race you know, on this side of the mountain. My brother and I would do that. Uh, on Friday nights, we'd go up to Monroe, before that and raced the Sky Valley class up there with their modifieds whenever they'd let us come up and run. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we would race go-kart. I'd, if it had a steering wheel and somebody let me drive it, I would do it. <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it is. So after you left North Carolina, what did you do after that? I came back. Um, I worked for Garrett Evans for about two years over in eastern Washington, and it just gotten to the point where, I don't know, I, I felt like, I didn't know it at the time, but I was feeling like I was wanting to settle down, I guess, mm-hmm. and and have a family and kind of get on with my life, decide to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I'd moved back home uh, right next to my parents in Puyallup, Washington, and then worked for some vintage race car outfits where I worked on vintage race cars, but we didn't have to really go on the road. And at that point in time, I'd, well, I guess it was 2005, I wanted to do something different. And I actually, January 1st of 2006, I went to work for Provac. Oh wow! I knew the I knew the owner of Provac through my uh, Ron Eaton from '95, and that's kind of how I got out of racing. And I've actually I've been at Provac well up until the start of this year, and I just started a new job at Northern Environmental in Tacoma. Wow! But wow. during that during that experience, I've got the two boys. One loves to race, and the other one doesn't. <laughs> um, so we're involved in in racing and and I got a legend car and of course get to be around a lot of great people. And this year I've actually, I'm not going to drive and I've got a, one of the, a family friend, their, their young son. So Andrew real mm-hmm. is going to race my legend car and my son's going to race a bandolero. So, yeah. and we're going to focus a little bit more on my youngest who doesn't want to race and figure out what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Family is what's most important, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whether it be our race family, our regular family, it's all the same. Yep. That is about what I have for us today. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. 